Are you frustrated because your team doesn't produce quality results fast enough? Stressed out and tired of putting out fires from your team's drama and dysfunction? Welcome to the Drama Free Living Show. This is the show dedicated to helping you and your teams accomplish more with less stress and zero drama. Now, here's your host, Dennis McEntee. Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis McEntee, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join me for just a couple minutes. Today, in this episode, we want to talk about how to stop being a rescuer. Now, it's an interesting thing as I go around the country talking about how to take the drama out of your teams and how to create mindsets that teams become so that teams become confident and creative and more collaborative. And as they talk about how to kind of grow people up and stop moving from adult to child conversations, but actually having adult to adult conversations with your team members, this typically comes up. Many leaders, they say, oh my gosh, Dennis, I'm, I just tend to be a rescuer. I, I go around rescuing people. And here's what's interesting. And I see this a lot in healthcare. I work with a lot of healthcare teams and with a lot of the state associations. And this is what I've discovered, is that every constraint in your life tends to be in a strength overplayed. You know, you have this strength, and when you overplay it, it becomes a limiting factor. And the reality is, is that everybody has constraints, and the truth is, is that if you don't confront a constraint, you'll never correct it. So you'll never correct anything in your life that you're unwilling to confront. And so I want to help you just maybe confront something, because I know as leaders, most of the leaders that I deal with, I mean, they have good hearts. They have big hearts, right? We want to help people. We want to serve people. But the problem is, is that when we overextend that helping, we tend to move into more of a rescuer role. And I want to help you today with just some keys about how to stop being a rescuer. Because the problem is, is that when you rescue people, victims love that. I mean, victims love a rescuer. There's nothing better for a victim than, oh, rescue me, help me. And so we want to change our leadership a little bit, figure out, okay, how do we stop rescuing and how do we create confident, creative, collaborative team members that kind of step in and really own their results and own their actions and really take responsibility for their life. See, it, when you're able to stop being a rescuer, you actually really create leaders. You, you don't create followers. And many times people, they think, well, man, I've created a lot of great followers. Well, no, great leaders create other great leaders. And so what we want is we want people to grow and develop under you. And, you know, you'll end up moving into more of a coach and not the problem solver. See, because if you're always the problem solver, all your team ever has for you are problems. Now, now we don't want them just to have problems. I mean, everybody has problems. We all have hurdles. But, man, I want you to come up with solutions. I want you to think creatively, not just blame and complain. So, and the great thing about it, as you move out of the rescuer role, you actually end up having more freedom because you're, you're not mucked up with other people's issues and you're able to work on your own job. Here, here's what happens many times, and it's sort of a chief management flaw, is you as a manager doing the work of the people that you're supposed to be leading, right? Have you, have you seen that before? You know, you're doing your work and then you're doing the people underneath you, their work, and then you're mad because you're overworked, and listen, stop the madness. And as leaders, we have to stop it ourselves. You know, because we say things like, oh, it's just easier if I do it myself. Stop it, okay? We've got to be able to delegate, prioritize, and train people and give them things and let them run with it. And, you know, even sometimes let them fail. 
because you typically learn more from failure than you do from success. And sometimes when we rescue people, we enable people because, oh my gosh, we don't want them to fail, but sometimes people need to fail. And I think as leaders, we need to change the dynamic of help and what does help really look like? Because sometimes help looks like you hitting another bottom. Maybe you haven't hit another bottom. Sometimes I'm going to have to free your future or let you go to work someplace else because you need to hit another bottom for you to change. And so sometimes help looks like having tough conversations, having crucial conversations. And sometimes it looks like letting people go. Sometimes that's the best kind of help you can give them. And so we want to redefine that word help because when it gets skewed and it gets sort of overplayed, then it becomes a constraint. It becomes a limiting factor and we're actually not helping people. We're hurting people and we think we're helping them, right? But actually we're just enabling them and just hurting them and just causing them to be stunted in their growth. So if we don't stop rescuing, it's like we actually really do stunt people's growth. You don't create leaders, you just create followers and people don't end up thinking for themselves, which Gosh, that's because I, I know one of the chief complaints that I hear from leaders is that, oh my gosh, Dennis, I want my people to think at a higher level. But they won't think for themselves if you're always rescuing them. And then your team ends up acting like children and they don't take responsibility because, hey, they know you as the leader. You're the hero. You're going to rescue them. You're going to step in and save the day. You're going to be the superhero. And we want to create teams where, boy, other people can carry the ball across the finish line too. We don't always have to be the superstar because the best coaches many times are not the best superstars and you can never coach what you're competing against. And sometimes as leaders, we end up competing against team members and you can end up coaching them. And so what we're really trying to accomplish is I want you to grow your team. I want you to, them to grow in their thinking because if they think at a higher level, they're going to perform at a higher level. I want to see your teams grow in their responsibility. You know, people never change what they refuse to own. Anything in your life that you always tend to like make an excuse for, you never change. And so complaining sort of flows out of a lack of ownership. You feel like, oh, there's nothing you can do. You can't own it. You don't own it. And so the only thing power you have left is you have complaining. And when people feel like they're the victim, they always blame and complain. It's sort of the two top things that I hear. They start to blame, they start to complain because they feel like, oh, there's nothing they can do. And you don't want a team of victims. I mean, you want a team of uh, super achievers. They want a team of high responsibility, high ownership. And so what happens as we start to stop rescuing is really outcomes improve. I mean, results and goals are achieved, watch this, without, with less stress, without you having to micromanage people. You know, when people own their actions, they actually become more creative problem solvers. They, they stop coming to you with questions, but they start to generate their own solutions. And then as leaders, you're able to focus on higher value activity. Like, wouldn't you, don't you want that? That's what I want. Because when we're mucked up with people's drama and we're kind of bogged down, we're, we're not spending our energy with sort of the high value activities. And I want you to create this sense of confidence with your team that they'll actually perform with you out, with you out having to constantly look over their own shoulders. And you really wanna end up with those dreaded, you wanna end up not having those dreaded adult to child conversations, but you wanna to work to have adult to adult conversations. And so here's what we wanna do, all right? The key step in learning how to stop rescuing is stop telling and start asking. Stop telling and start asking. You know, many leaders, what happens is, is they just tell, 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 
But the key to stop rescuing is to start asking and stop telling. So what you want to do is you want to use questions to help people think. See, because questions create open loops inside of people's brains that demand an answer. It's just like this. Is it hot or cold out today? Hot or cold? Now, what happened? Like, I don't even know you right now. The only thing I did was I gave you a question, and what did your brain immediately do? You thought, well, I don't know. Let me look outside. Or maybe you're outside. You go, well, it's hot. It's cold. But you immediately thought about the weather. Now, you can choose not to answer my question, but your brain can't ignore my question. So what happens is, is questions create open loops inside of people's brains that demand an answer. And the formula is QuitFAR. And actually, in our brand new book coming out later this spring, we've got a whole chapter on how QuitFAR works. But here's what, here's what it means, Q-T-F-A-R. Questions drive your thinking, thinking drives your feelings, feelings drive your actions, and actions drive your results. And so if you're not happy with the results, maybe you have a team of victims. Maybe they act like children. If you're not happy with that result, then the key to change it is to change the question. And the result that you've been getting is because of the current questions that you've been asking. You know, all of us live inside of the questions that we ask ourselves. Our teams live inside of the questions that they ask themselves, that we ask them. Because watch this, questions are driving your thinking. And if you're doing all of the telling, you're doing all of the thinking for your team. You know, I, I had one leader come to me and wanted me to work with his team. And one of his chief complaints was, Dennis, my team doesn't think at a high level. And I thought, well, let me just come and spend a couple hours with you and your team. And after about 45 minutes, I figured out, oh, I totally got it. I pulled him aside and I said, listen, here's why your team doesn't think at a higher level, because you're doing all the thinking for them. You always have the answer. You always have a solution for them. And so they don't need to think. They have you. And so if you want them to think at a higher level, okay, you've got to change the questions. And victims, they love rescuers. And it's one of the quickest ways people play the victim is having you tell them what to do. And so what we want to work towards is stop telling and start asking. So let me give you my favorite question when people have a problem. People bring to you a problem, and here's a great question. It's, what are you going to do about this problem you have? What are you going to do about this problem you have? See, I love that question. Sometimes people think, well, gosh, that's such a hard question. But I believe it's an awesome question because it presupposes a couple different things. It presupposes that I believe you're powerful enough to solve your own problems. See, if I think you're a victim, I think, oh, poor you. You don't know what to do. Let me tell you what to do. But I feel, if I believe you're a powerful person and you can solve your own problems and you come with a problem, I go, wow. So what do you want to do about that problem that you have? And it helps people own their stuff. Listen, stop owning people's stuff. One of the chief constraints of rescuers is that they try to own a lot of people's stuff. So that's just one question. But I just want to encourage you, like, start to use questions. Stop telling. Start asking. And if you wanted some more questions, just simply text QUESTIONS to 864-901-7315. And I'll have my team shoot you out the top 20 coaching questions that help people Stop playing the victim. Help leaders stop being the rescuer. So it's just text questions to 864-901-7315. And we'll shoot that out to you. Listen, continue to be a great leader. Continue to take the drama out of your teams. You can do it. And we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Hopefully you'll take action on one power strategy immediately. Our passion is to help people just like you. We believe you can create a high-trust, high-performance team that produces better results faster. And you can do it without working harder 
in less time. For more fast action techniques and strategies, go now to www.dramafreeresults.com.